Welcome to Week Muse, a romance readers podcast. We're your hosts, Rowan and Adelaide. I'm Rowan. I'm Adelaide. This is our first mini episode. We're experimenting with something new today. Uh, typically, we read the same book and discuss, but today only one of us has read the book, and we're going to do a mini review, and then we're going to see if I have convinced Adelaide to read the book. That means that this episode is spoiler safe, so if you haven't read this book either, you are okay to listen to this episode. And the book that we're discussing today is The X-Talk by Rachel Lynn Solomon. I, I have some thoughts. I have some iffy thoughts and some things that I liked, and I'm excited to see today what Adelaide is going to think of my little mini summary. And I am excited to hear this mini summary and um, sit in my place of judgment on my seat of doom. So tell me about our leads. Okay, so we have two leads in this book. We have Shay Goldstein and Dominic Yoon. Shay is, uh, she works at Seattle Public Radio. She's been working there for like 10 years. She used to be kind of like the wonderkind, wonder, wonderkind, wonderkind of the station. The wonderkind. Um, yeah, she used to be the wonderkind of the station. But her her glory years are behind her because she's now uh, ripe and old at the age of like 28 or something. And the new wonderkind of the station is Dominic Yoon. He's freshly wait, out of wait, I'm sorry. school. Yes. Yeah. I have to ask. <laughs> she's 20. She's been doing, she's been on NPR since she was 18. It's like local public radio. Uh, but yeah, basically, oh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know how okay. old she actually is, but she's been doing this for eight years. Um, I actually was kind of confused because I'm not sure if she's been to college or not, but she's been working here for a long time. And the point is, she feels old, even if she's still pretty young. So like, she's probably like 30 max is what it sounds like. All right. Okay. Okay. I have thoughts about that. We'll keep going. Yeah. And we actually, this is pretty unusual. We have a younger male lead this time. So he's 24 and he is like the big hotshot. Um, and right at the beginning of the story, he's like broken this big sort of like political scandal. So everybody at the station is like fawning all over him. And as a result, Shay Loki hates him. Understandable. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I hate success. <laughs> I specifically hate successful cocky 24 year olds when I see that 30 under 30 and like I don't remember which magazine does that I'm always like oh I hate these people okay so. yeah the Forbes the Forbes 30 under 30 is a list of people not to date if you live in that city it's, my pretty, feeling. it's pretty obnoxious uh, but in any case Dominic is um, really smart he's kind of a, a young hotshot and she kind of hates him in part because he brings up the fact that he went to graduate school constantly he's always talking about when he was in grad school at I think Northeastern or Northwestern, to be honest, I can never tell them apart, but some big important school. He went to grad school there and she hates that for him. <laughs> I feel like we've just alienated significant sections of our listenership. You know, all like 10 listeners that we probably have, like anybody who went to Northeastern or Northwestern, like we're now on their shit list. But anyway. Yeah. Statistically, that's probably only one listener out of the 10, but we're still yeah. sorry to see you go and we wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So she has a lot of experience He's fresh out of J school um, and she sort of watches his early success with resentment. Um, he basically breaks this big news story and everyone is really excited about it. And meanwhile, the podcast that she works on is it's no longer pulling in the numbers that they need. So it's being shut down because the public radio station is having like budget cuts. So she is also at risk of losing her job. But then she has this idea because the station is coming up with like new fresh ideas for um, like new content, basically, that's going to loop people in. She's like, what if we have two exes? post a podcast about relationships together and it's like them processing the end of their relationship but also like giving other people advice and like trying new things together in in the quest to help other people find love except unfortunately no exes work at this radio station so she and dominic are voluntold to pretend to be exes and host the show together 
That sounds so awkward. I am excited. This this is a great like this feels like a very early two thousands rom com, but with like modern like podcasty vibes. Yeah, it's a really fun premise. It's like fake dating, but they're not even pretending to date. They're pretending to have dated in the past. So if they end up falling in love or that they start dating, they sort of have to cover it up because their careers hinge on the fact that they have been exes. And there's also this kind of iffy, icky element in there, which is journalistic integrity. Like they're both lying, basically. So if it comes out that they have been lying about this, especially after the podcast starts to see some success, uh, that could get them both in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of... A lot of factors at play. We've got the the career. We've got the journalism at Northwestern Eastern. We've got the <laughs> the not X's. We've got the early two thousands rom com. Okay, okay, I see where this is going. Yeah, it's it's fake having dated plus uh, enemies to lovers plus like fame and lies. So the po- podcast kind of takes off. Um, they start to basically within like one or two episodes, they're getting a pretty big readership or listenership. Uh, lots of people are tuning in. Wow, wish I could relate at my 10 listeners. I was tag gonna a friend. Say, I was gonna say I actually really relate to these people for what you're saying. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean there's like a hashtag, like there's people talking about them on Twitter and like shipping them. But as they get this like wave of attention, um, they're also sort of starting to form like a professional semi-friendship. Like they're not really friends, but they're sort of starting to get to know each other. She finds out, for example, that he has like lots of stage fright. So even though he loves doing these sorts of recordings like he's not really able he couldn't do this um he couldn't be like a live sort of tv interviewer for example and even Mm. doing like a live radio broadcast is hard for him Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's mostly like stage fright and like being kind of afraid of audiences he like finds out about the reason that she got into podcasting it's because her dad had this like love of radio and he died when she was younger oh i knew there was gonna be a cancer in there as soon as you started like her dad i was like and he's dead he's dead dead dad dead dad alert okay yeah it wasn't cancer it was very sudden i don't know what it was but it was like a very sudden death was it like a um, bus did he get hit by a bus i'm <laughs> sorry great callback oh my god <laughs> they are in seattle it's not that far from westport but so it's anyway uh, her father died when she was a bit younger and she just like would love for him to be able to hear her radio show, but obviously he can't. And so she sort of like he's dead. wants to honor him. Yeah, because the seat took him. <laughs> um, but so as they start getting this more success and their professional friendship is kind of flourishing, there's also this like little spark there. Because she has to say, it has to be said, although Dominic Yoon is kind of a jerk, he's very tall. And we know how we feel about giant men in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is great. So now, now I have to ask, who would play these two people in a movie? Excellent question. And I came prepared. I knew these right <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, you definitely didn't Google just now. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Okay. So um, who would play these two in a movie? So uh, Shay is uh, Jewish. And I think she would be played by Rachel Weiss. She has like dark hair. It's kind of like thick and frizzy. She feels a little bit like insecure about her appearance. But of course, like all romance heroines, she is stunningly beautiful. And I think Rachel Weiss kind of like captures that incredibly beautiful essence. Um, I think the male lead, Dominic, would be played by Harry Shum Jr., who was Mike Chang from Glee. I feel like he has both the swagger and the height. <laughs> he has to be like, it's not just that he's handsome. He like knows he's really handsome and he also knows that he's six foot two and that matters mm. in the context of this book. There are constant references to Dominic's absolutely massive frame, how when he leans in a doorway, it just like sets her on fire. I would have <laughs> said there are a lot of references to Shay's physical reactions to Dominic, even when she hates him, he just like, he walks around her, he leans in a doorway and she's like, oh, and suddenly I'm imagining his hands all over me, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just looked it up and I, I didn't know who 
what's his name michael Schum. i didn't know who that was so i looked him up and i i like what i see rachel weiss though um first of all i need you to guess how old she is 33 she is 50 fucking two <gasps> years old <laughs> yeah. oh my god she has aged gloriously she well she could she play a 30 year old for this movie she is a work of art and i was gonna say like i was like oh maybe you want somebody I mean, no you don't she's perfect we want to we want her to stay that way this is how we fight against ageism in hollywood with rachel weiss and her beautiful beautiful face gosh yeah, she's also, gorgeous it's it's a May-December romance in the book. Like, we need her to be a little bit older than him. Um, because I'm sorry. Is, you look. told me she was, like, 28 and he's 24. So I wouldn't exactly call that <laughs> May-December. Okay. It's like a May-March kind of romance. It's <laughs> <laughs> even weirder. Okay. Okay. So, like, the, the tension between them is kind of rising. She's, like, attracted to him. And uh, on the air, they have all these sparks, basically. And the listeners are noticing. And they're, like, live-tweeting. Um, and sort of saying like, oh man, I really want these two to get back together. Um, but some people are also like, you know what, this doesn't add up. Like when I looked, you know, when I, I stalked, um, Dominic, I saw that on his Facebook page, he only friended Shay a month ago. And it's like, yeah, because they're millennials, they don't use Facebook anymore. The only people on Facebook are 45, Mm, but mm. they, they only became friends a month ago. Like they supposedly dated three months ago. It doesn't add up. And the producer of their show is like, okay, guys, like we have to fix this because we don't want people to catch on. So I'm going to send you guys away to an Airbnb on a little island and you're going to spend a weekend together and you have to get to know each other inside and out. You have to learn how the other person brushes their teeth and spend the weekend together. Mm. And so they go to this cabin. Yeah. (laughs) Close proximity. Sparks. Like we've got sparks. We've got rising tension. We've got trauma bonding. And then of course we've got our big love scene. They act on all of their tension and their, their feelings. Do you have any questions about this? <laughs> I, I do because you, we, were, we, we, we had, I had to back up and fill our listeners in on this situation. We were talking about audiobooks, and I was telling Rowan how I don't really like to listen to romance books on audio. I never have. I, I do. I don't mind. I have nothing against audiobooks in general, but I just get like, I was like, I don't know. I feel kind of squicked out by the idea of like listening to another person like describe a sex scene I don't know call me a prude I was just like it would just make me feel uncomfortable I'd rather read it that's fine I know no judgment of anybody else who likes that but I was just like I don't know and Rowan was like oh you know like it's not like they're not like making moaning noises at you that's not how it goes and then <laughs> she sent me this like like video screen grab of the like, audiobook of, I am assuming it was this love scene and it was <laughs> it was really intense I was so uncomfortable. (laughs) I have listened. I have listened to romance books on audiobook before, and there was never anybody who did like a lot of voice acting and like making sounds. This this book was already very breathy. Like the Shay, the character is like insecure about how she has kind of a nasal voice or like a very kind of like girly voice. And so the person who does the audiobook does it in Shay's voice because they use first person. So she already had kind of this like very feminine, kind of like high-pitched voice. But then when it gets to the sex scene, it's like very feminine and high pitched. And there's oh, like no, a lot no. of like breathiness. <laughs> like it's it's very uncomfy. There's like moans inserted. It was really weird to listen to. And actually it's so, I had to send you the screen recording because I needed you to know <laughs> I, I stood corrected. But I also <laughs> specifically, I had to ask Adelaide or I had to sort of like give her a heads up before sending it to her because I you feel like sending that consent. clip yeah sending that clip to somebody without consent would literally be sexual harassment <laughs> <laughs> it was so 
know I was like I started listening to I'm really glad you gave me a heads up because I could make sure that I was like alone when I was listening to it not like in front of people or anything but I was just like open mouthed in horror making like a <laughs> surprise Pikachu face <laughs> I was like what yeah and then, like, and then my hips his mouth in my neck like it's so intense <laughs> there was there was some I mean I, I don't even know if I can say it it was like he starts whooping like whoop <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might make you cut that or cover it with a sound effect, but that was what But so they're yeah, they're they're building off of the sexual tension. They have this like magical weekend. They start to sort of maybe be dating, like even when they get back to Seattle, they're they're sort of meeting up. But Shay convinces herself that this lie runs too deep. Like she's violating her journalistic integrity. She's lying to her friends about dating him. It's bad. So she she can't do this. She has to break it off. And then she finds out from her manager that they get to go to PodCon, which is like this huge podcasting convention. It's like a huge career moment for her, except Dominic is afraid of speaking in public in front of large crowds. Oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and that is where I'm going to leave you. This is all you get of the plot. <laughs> Listeners, so Rowan is going to cut the, the five minute conversation we just had about bird noises. <laughs> But it was there. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so that's all that I'm going to tell you about the, the plot, because I want to save you some if you end up deciding to read this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I do, however, have a mini game for you. I wanted to design a game as this tradition, but I wanted it to be something that you could do even if you hadn't read the book. So here's your task. I need you to design your dream fake dating podcast. You can pick two hosts. They can be living or dead, fictional or non-fictional. And they have to host a podcast together. So Dracula and Mr. Darcy, totally fine. Jane Austen and Abraham Lincoln, absolutely. The only rule is that they cannot actually have dated or been partners in real life. Um, okay. I have Dracula and Mr. Darcy stuck in my head. What are you doing to me? Um, Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci and um and Jane Seymour, Henry the Eighth's third wife. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what is and, wrong with me? Oh and, no, I want to read. And it. can you Okay. Wait, it's going to be Leonardo da Vinci and Ariana Grande. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> what do they have? In, like, what's the romantic connection there? What spark do you think they'll have? Um, a shared appreciation for art. And do you think that after recording seven episodes of this podcast, they're going to fall in love? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that Ariana, I think they'll, I think they'll be good friends. And I think that he will draw a beautiful, like gorgeous chiaroscuro rendition of her ponytail. Wow. I love that for her. Match made in fucking heaven. So thank you. I will definitely be tuning into that podcast. Uh, As for the sort of typical ending to our episodes, I would like to do the Spice Girl scale. So indicate for you how much steaminess is in this book. I rate this a ginger spice Um, as is tradition. After our last episode, we rate, (laughs) books in spiciness according to the five spice girls and ginger is halfway she's a three uh more graphic longer sex scenes more intensity if you listen to the audiobook she's definitely a five it's very scary that's scary spice <laughs> scary i was but if terrified you just, if you just read the book it's a ginger spice at a three as for rating i'm gonna give this two out 2.5 out of five podcast episodes um i think this book is fun i think the premise is really fun i do sort of feel like the leads don't have super distinct personalities from each other in a way. And I only really felt that after I read another book after this one where the leads were really different and I realized I was sort of missing that here. So I feel like the premise is really fun and the premise is enough to kind of like hook you in, but I didn't really feel 
intense sparks between the two leads in part because they sort of felt too similar or they didn't feel like distinct enough as individuals. Um, so I would say three on the Spice Girls scale, Ginger Spice, and out of five, I rated a two and a half podcast episodes. Um, and that brings us to you, Adelaide. Would you read this book? Having heard the premise, having played the mini game, having mm-hmm, heard mm-hmm. the rating, would mm-hmm. you read this book? Uh, if you'd rated it higher, probably, but like, I mean, we've discussed before that like sometimes our tastes are different. Like I can, I sort of get more into the fantastical fairy bat wing, crazy Akatar stuff um, than you do. Um, But I think like the reasons that you didn't like this book also probably sound like reasons that I wouldn't like it. So I'm going to go with, I I mean, I might like start it on a summer vacation, but I I don't see myself like actively seeking it out. Um, I mean, and it might be somebody else's cup of tea, but it doesn't sound like it'd be mine. So I'm going to say probably not, but um, all my best to our two leads and I hope that they get to spend many more breathy moments together in their fictional lives yeah I think that's probably the right choice I think if you see it at the library before you go on summer vacation feel free to pick it up especially if that summer vacation is on a Airbnb cabin on a tiny island in Washington Alrighty, well thank you so much for listening um catch us in the next episode or mini so who knows honestly we uh submit to no one except God so we'll see you on the next one bye bye bye